Progressive Party. Hey, welcome, Wendy. Hey, we're here. Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. hey, scrambling as usual, right? November 18th. We're here and we're yeah. doing it. Yeah. Wow. Hey, so the governor's going to be speaking uh, later today. Yeah, at six o'clock right after the show with some updates about you know, what we need to close down. Yeah. And he was just on a few days ago. So Mm -hmm. that's going to be interesting because the numbers uh, are unbelievable. They're worse than they were when we first started with this. So that's really too bad. And um, well, you know, everybody's inside now and uh, COVID likes to spread. It needs a host and we are the hosts. Um, so yeah, so today, um, from the star tribune, it said, um, 67 deaths mm. and everybody probably, um, this was updated, uh, today, November 18th, two fifteen, by Jeremy Olson from the star trib, mm-hmm. um, a single day record, 67 COVID-19 deaths were reported by Minnesota health officials, officials on Wednesday, pushing the state's total in the pandemic above 3,000. So that's not a good number for us. No, 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 no. Not at all. Mm-mm. Yeah. And so it'll be interesting to see what he says. I, you know, as you know, I'm a little perturbed with the governor more than a little perturbed. I know you are. I am too. I am yeah. too, because of uh, he, he allowed, uh, he's allowing line three, yeah. uh, a pipeline, uh, through treaty land that we don't need that we don't need um uh, in a foreign company uh, foreign country foreign uh Com- company right. that's owned by a foreign <laughs> thank you hey you knew what i was saying wow hope our audience does <laughs> yeah. because this is how robert and i talk we piecemeal <laughs> things together but we we know each other long enough now <laughs> that we know what we're talking about yeah i was a young man when i met you yeah, and I was a woman <laughs> when I met you. Oh, look at little Gracie on your lap. But uh, what else you got, Wendy? I mean, that's that's the main news for me right now. Is, I'm wearing so. my Biden-Harris hat until yes. inauguration day on uh, January 20th. That's what I will be doing. Yeah, um, all the shenanigans and things like that are, that yeah. are happening. We my don't even want, Go ahead. I'm sorry. My sister just texted me that she's a New York City school teacher. Mm-hmm. And they just shut all the New York City schools down. Yeah. Yeah. About time. I know. They were at a like a two point six uh infection rate and they were waiting for it to go to three before they changed it. But oh, I guess man. I know, right? Whatever. So they changed it. So anyway, eighteen to thirty five year olds, um, quit Most, partying and mm-hmm. close bars at ten and yeah. um don't be super spreading to your families. Right. Well, what our family's doing is um we're uh kind of quarantining two weeks before yeah. uh, Thanksgiving. We're going to have four other people over our house. Yeah. Um, and everybody's taking this really seriously and um, is not seeing any other people. Yeah. Uh, so that we, we could have a, sm- a very small Thanksgiving. Um, we like to say thanks taking. Thanks taking. We're going to have a very small thanks taking. And hopefully we'll all be safe. Um, I guess we're we're still taking our chances, yeah. um, but uh, you know we've we we said to ourselves that on November 11th um, we will uh, quarantine, mm-hmm. uh, so we're not seeing any other people. I mean, they do go to work, but they work by themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, they wear masks, so yep. it's really really minimal risk. And so by that time on the 26th for Thanksgiving, it'll be two weeks. Well, I'll still have my six foot rope out. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, so let's talk about the show today and then get to our guest. But first, I want to wish myself uh, a happy Native American uh, Heritage Month. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know you're really excited about that, too. Yeah. 
every month is for we me, just though, watched right? a documentary last night that was really yeah. awesome on it, netflix there's a whole list of them now if you go on netflix for this month and your cable operators we we clicked on the cable operator that we have here in st paul and mm -hmm. it was like they had a whole bunch that they, yeah. they were charging smoke signals for 2.99 what though. was the one that we watched last night we watched uh, Blood Blood, Blood Memory. Memory mm. uh, it's which, awesome. Yeah. yeah, if you get a chance to watch it, really. and we know a lot of people that are in it because yeah. we're in such a small community one. And uh, mm -hmm. you know, uh, Sandy uh, White Whitey, um, Sandy Whitehawk is uh, just amazing, and mm -hmm. she was just on the symposium uh, Sunday. Yeah. Because we were honoring veterans during our symposium that we do on Sundays. That's right. Yeah. And then it's rebroadcast. Mm -hmm. uh, before I just want to say this before we get to Sam, it's rebroadcast Wendy on Sunday. So next Sunday, they'll um, you'll be able to hear it if uh, on the radio. But you can go on my Facebook page, our Facebook page on uh, Native Roots Radio, mm -hmm. and and click on that. There's a Ho Chunk uh, uh, man and Barry uh, and uh, and Barry Hand was on, and mm -hmm. some really intense stories. And uh, I have to listen to it again because of the, all the information about. Um, what powwows were mm -hmm. and things like that and yeah. what they are and really you know um you know just if somebody dropped a feather there's just all these things mm -hmm. that that uh, were really interesting and that i really need to listen to again mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so why don't we um you know i i want to get get a build up here for a quick second before i introduce sam and sam is the executive director of excuse me as executive director of mn350 Mm -hmm. And um, we're really excited, and it's—I want to say newly, but I mean, time is such a weird thing now. I mean, I've been in school nine months, so it's been a long time since Sam's been. Yeah, Sam's been on. And well, that he's been director. I mean, yeah, you know. okay. But that's that's get him on, and let's talk about what MN three fifty does, and then maybe a little bit about uh, line three, and then how we can support MN three fifty. Sam, welcome to Pilots Progressive Party. Robert and Wendy, great to be with you. I know it's really it's always uh, an honor to have you on. You're so well spoken and you know your stuff, and so that means I don't have to work that hard. And uh, it's really good to have you on here. Uh, can you tell our audience that a little bit about MN350 and what you do in MN350 Action? Sure. So I am the executive director of MN350 and MN350 Action. 350 is a nonprofit, profit um, 501c3 charitable organization. MN350 Action is a C4, which is a political advocacy organization. So I have the humble pleasure of being the executive director of both. And we started in 2010 to provide a critical resource in Minnesota to help people in Minnesota you know, get involved in the, in the fight for climate integrity. And for us, climate integrity is about bringing down greenhouse gas emissions to prevent runaway climate change. And it's also about creating a future that reverses and heals the last 600 years of colonialism um, in the Western Hemisphere and, and all over Mother Earth. And so that's, you know, the mighty task to take on. But all of the work we do, we are centering the intersection of racial justice and climate justice. We have 14 staff right now, and 50% uh, of our staff are from BIPOC communities, which means black, indigenous, or people of color communities. Um, as of 
I think in January or certainly by February, uh, more than 50% of our board will be BIPOC as well. As well, We have 36,000 um, volunteers and members of the organization. Um, and what our bigger challenge is trying to make sure that our membership and volunteer base also becomes much more inclusive um, and respectful. And, um, you know, we're sort of leading from this mandate that we have to um, lead from the intersection of racial justice and climate justice and telling all people in Minnesota that treaty rights are something that all of us benefit from and all Minnesotans need to defend treaty rights. So we've got two amazing Native staff, one who's been on the show regularly, uh, Nancy Bolio, who Robert regularly has on, and, also, and she's leading our work in northern Minnesota. She and I are working right now on a first-of-its-kind just transition planning process to link the city of Bemidji with the three Native nations in northern Minnesota. So just today we began doing outreach to ask people to come to our very first of four scenario planning sessions, and by the end of that planning process, we want to have painted a possible vision for the future of the Bemidji area and uh, that um, moves everybody towards renewable energy as quickly as possible, but also um, addresses the economic hardship that a lot of people in northern Minnesota are facing. Um, so take care of the earth, take care of people, take care of the future all at the same time. Very exciting work. And then we're also doing a lot of other projects all over Minnesota. We worked really hard, and Robert has talked about this on the show, a rock-the-vote native style. Mm -hmm. We got thousands of people in Minnesota to the polls um, that made a difference in this election, particularly in local races, and we're really excited about Audrey Thayer being on the city council in Bemidji mm -hmm. and Liz Jackala getting on the city council in Cloquet. Um, and there's other you know, campaigns we're working on in the local space that we hope we'll get some positive results from in the not-too-distant future. Um, speaking of Dan Jordan's particular campaign, um, this is the C4 work I'm speaking of now. Mm -hmm. um, and the list goes on. I mean, we're doing a lot, Robert. Well, you really are. And uh, I always uh, bring up, too, uh, at, at a good time that I'm a board member and a proud board member. And uh, I think it's amazing for me. I have my MN350 stories. And it's amazing for me that the organization's only been around such a short time and the capacity they have. You know, we're going to have Hennepin County Sheriff uh, Dave Hutch on, uh, uh, Dave Hutchinson on after you today. And he uh, knows the, the capacity and the power that MN350 has in helping him become a sheriff. And I know we had a, a, a radio show where we wanted to get rid of the Indian fighter, uh, Stenick, and uh, he appeared and... MN350's support and the Native community support really helped him put one over and one by 2,000. I think we had uh, something like 38,000 texts and was it 3,000 phone calls two days prior to the election and he won by 2,000. And I have a longer story, but that's what uh, democracy looks like. Yeah, it's an exciting story. So, you know, I mean, hopefully when Hutch gets on, he'll say thank you to MN350 for the the role we played in throwing down to make sure he got in, because we certainly prioritized uh, that particular fight, and we're proud, you know, to have you know Hutch as the sheriff for Hennepin County. So it's a really good win uh, that I yeah. think we're all positively benefiting from. Um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And one of the things I'm, I'm hoping what we can do here is I want to take a short break and then get back to you, Sam, and then I want to get in the meats and meeting uh, vegan potatoes or the vegan meat and potatoes about what's happening right now. And I think it's really important to talk about. 
you have a, a little time, right? Yep. Cool. Awesome. Hey, you're listening to Pilot's Progressive Party here on the Progressive Voice of AM 950. Warner Stelling has the largest selection of in-stock appliances at prices you'll love. And you'll get safe, free delivery in Holloway. Get an extra 5% savings during Warner Stellion's Black Friday Savings Event. Welcome back to Pilot's Progressive Party. Wow, welcome, Wendy. I'm we got, here. We got a great, great mm-hmm. guest, uh, Sam, Sam, Sam Grant. Yeah. And, uh, of MN 350 executive director and, uh, thinking a lot about, about, uh, the capacity that MN 350, uh, has. And, um, it's really exciting what, uh, what, what's going on in the future here and, mm-hmm. uh, what, uh, you know, I've been around nonprofits before, but I think Sam takes the, takes the cake again, a vegan cake, uh, that, uh, what a great, um, you know, leader he is, mm-hmm. you know, and welcome, welcome back, Sam. Thanks, Robert. Thanks, Wendy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, one of the things I want to talk to you about, well, one is, you know, MN350, for example, when I got involved with MN350 is when Standing Rock started and we went, we took uh, Ho-Chunk, uh, my tribe, helped pay for a bus and MN350 paid for a bus and we uh, brought the, the young people to Standing Rock for a weekend to, uh, to uh, give people, give the the people that there were there at the camp a little rest during the weekend and help cooking and things like that. And um, uh, geez, that's when I met Andy. That's when I met Kate. That's when I met all these people that work and are board members. Um, and it's just been a great ride for me. Uh, I, I I can't say enough about MN350. There's two things I'd like to, you to talk about, but first. If you don't mind, let's talk a little bit about um, uh, Give to the Max and how we can uh, support your work. I appreciate that. So it is Give to the Max Day. And so a lot of people, you know, all over the the region are um, deciding to make a donation online through the Give to the Max portal to organizations that uh, they appreciate. And so... If you believe that the intersection of racial justice and climate justice is something that matters to you, if you believe that it's important to center the leadership of indigenous people in indigenous communities and move all of Minnesota towards honoring treaty rights as something that's beneficial to all of us, then you know, MN350 is a good place to plant some of your money. Um, and then stay in touch with us and find ways to be involved beyond you know, making your investment. Um, so Give to the Max Day is an exciting day for us where we get to talk to our friends, but also make new friends and just you know, invite people to invest. And, you know, I know that a lot of us are feeling like this COVID crisis is making us feel a little bit uh, more insecure and tentative about, well, what do we do with our money? We have to hoard it maybe a little bit because we're not yeah. sure what's coming tomorrow. But I think part of the reality is that um, when communities practice reciprocity and we support each other, we all do better. So... I just want to say, as the uh, executive director at MN350, I'm really honored and proud to work with our network of volunteers and members and staff. Um, And it is a really good place to put some resources because we work with a high level of love for the planet and love for the people and also, you know, really standing up as strong as we can for these necessary fights. 
to promote a healthy future for our children and the coming generations. Yeah, wow, exactly. Wow, well said. One of the things, too, it was really kind of ironic. Uh, I don't know if you could hear the commercials in between uh, the show here, but the, the governor was on talking about uh, COVID. But I, I I would love to talk to you a little bit about what that uh, the decision that he made a few days ago, uh, and I'm really upset about, and a lot of people are, and a lot of our uh, political uh, allies like Mary Kunish and uh, a couple other people stood up and said, no, this is wrong. And also Lieutenant Governor uh, Peggy Flanagan uh, did a two-sentence sta- two statement about uh, not agreeing with the governor. And I'm wondering if you could tell our audience what I'm talking about. Yes, yeah, so there is a company in Canada called Enbridge. Uh, it's a pipeline company. And they, um, back in 2014... Um, put in a proposal to build or to actually, you know, uh, uh, replace a pipeline in in northern Minnesota uh, so that they could, you know, send more tar sands oil through the state. And there's a couple of things that they were supposed to do before being granted permission to uh, do this pipeline. One is to do an environmental impact assessment. And second was to um, verify the economic demand for the dirty oil they wanted to send through the pipeline. Mm-hmm. It's a fact that Enbridge didn't succeed in meeting either of those bars. The environmental impact assessment, um, I think, misses a whole lot. Uh, a very explicit myth is that the concerns of indigenous people about the violation of their sacred land um, and disturbance of their sacred waters was not taken into account by the Minnesota Pollution Control Agency when they made the decision on Thursday to grant this permit. That's a clear violation of treaty rights or the integrity of of, of the intent in those rights. And it's really disturbing that the MPCA decided to really focus just on water alone, but not contextualize water in the broader context of climate integrity and the integrity of honoring treaty rights and indigenous people in northern Minnesota. The governor um, didn't block you know, that, that, that water permit. We're now working to try and use all creative means we can come up with to turn that, turn that argument around. One of the things that makes the state vulnerable to these kinds of quote-unquote deals is the job argument that Enbridge made. And so Enbridge has, you know, said that, you know, doing this pipeline is going to create a minimum of 4,100, 4,300 jobs in Minnesota, and they've even given numbers that will be double that amount. And my argument is, if we know for a fact, and we do, that any more fossil fuel infrastructure is a bad idea for climate integrity, and any further violations of treaty rights, and the demands by Native people to respect their sovereignty and the you know, ecological and cultural integrity of their land ought to be a non-starter. Now, I know that not all Native people agree that Enbridge is a bad thing. They've got a couple of Native nations to agree to let the pipelines come across their land, and they're still trying to work out something with Red Lake, which is very clearly refused to let the pipeline come through. So it's a complex and nuanced kind of dynamic you know, with this company. Um, all of us, um, are kind of vulnerable to, um, you know, our pocketbook needs. And so I think at the end of the day, 
Um, you'll fight the good fight, but when it comes to, you know, is it going to cost me a chance to eat today or feed my children um, or take care of my elders if I don't take this money? Um, people are vulnerable to that. And I think that these big corporations uh, play that game pretty effectively. It's the old thing of divide and conquer. So, mm-hmm. you know, here's the deal. You know, we're talking to the governor's office. We're talking to the Department of Commerce. We're talking to MPCA. Um, we're talking to the Attorney General's office. We're talking to the Department of Health. We're talking to everybody we can and talking to a lot of folks in the community and the social justice and economic justice communities and trying to build a clear um, movement that makes it impossible for this thing to happen. And beyond that, I think that we also have to express that we're taking responsibility. When we say that we're fighting and to stop Line 3, that we're not saying um, no to economic justice and well-being for the people who are, you know, the frontline workers, you know, who are getting the benefit of those jobs or getting those security jobs with Enbridge. We want people to get great jobs that actually honor the earth and honor people and to not be in these uh, situations where you feel like you got to take this extractive job because it's the bird in the hand. So society as a whole is responsible to work on this transition together, and we all have to decide to stop being part of the divide-and-conquer game and say, as a human being, as an earthling, I'm going to live by three rules. Everything I do is going to honor the earth. Everything I do is going to honor all of my relatives. And everything I do is going to honor future generations. If we all live by those three rules, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. Absolutely. Say, uh, one of the things, too, it's hard for me to watch where a few people are making uh, decisions for whole nations and tribes up there. Um, yeah. It's time to talk to the traditional chiefs and uh, and uh, really open up that conversation. Uh, when all else fails, really, what that's, that's what we have as Native people. Um, I want to just uh, really uh, say, Pinigi, thank you so much for uh, what you do, Sam. And um, what I'd like to do is give you uh, another minute here to to uh, talk a little about a little bit about uh, give to the max and um, how we can support MN three fifty and and what you guys do. It's just amazing. I really appreciate you being on. Thank you, Robert and Wendy. So at the beginning of the show, I talked about some of the things that we do. I'd encourage folks to go on our website, which is just mn three fifty dot org. You can see pictures of our staff and see pictures of our board members. Um, And you can also see a list of our current campaigns and projects. We are doing a lot. We are working on ending the pattern of missing and murdered Indigenous relatives. We are working on building the leadership of Indigenous people in Indigenous communities in northern Minnesota. We are working on trying to make sure that anybody who gets into elected office honors climate integrity and climate justice with our climate justice education and organizing work. We are trying to facilitate in every region of Minnesota a just transitions planning and organizing process so that no matter where you are right now, you'll be able to tap into that process and connect to a opportunity in the just transition that works for you and works for your family and works for your region. I am right now working with a network of farmers from indigenous and black and other populations of color in Minnesota. There's only 1,300 farmers of color in the entire state of Minnesota versus 110,000, you know, 110,000 plus white farmers in Minnesota. Farmers from BIPOC communities have a difficult time with land access. So we're trying to solve that land tenure and land justice kind of equation. 
for Native nations and other BIPOC communities. And we're also working on trying to address the pattern where when we do this environmental justice fight, we're always working with pennies when our opposition is working with millions and billions of dollars. So we're trying to work with uh, all people who are investing in environmental integrity work to invest in environmental justice as an important component of any thinking about investing in environmental integrity will necessarily include taking care of the well-being of people um, as part of taking care of the environment. So that's you know some of the things that we're doing. And the list is longer, so please go on our website and check it out. And if you um, have been enchanted by anything I've said today, please um, you know, go online and uh, you know, make a donation uh, through Give to the Max and designate your donation to MN350. And we'd appreciate your support. And thank you. Wow. Thank you so much, Sam. Uh, it's always an honor to have you on. And, uh, and I'm sitting here with Wendy and we're just listening to you. Uh, thank you, Sam. Yeah. Thank you. Thank so that, you. Was, uh, that was Sam Grant of uh, MN350. Uh, MM350 Action. We'll be right back after this short break. Wendy, um, you're listening to Pilots Progressive Party. What a hypnosis. What is it? Because I feel like I don't know. What is it? What a hypnosis. What is it? Because I feel like I don't know. What is it? Welcome back to Pilots Progressive Party. Wow, welcome back, Wendy. I'm here, Robert. I know, I know, and you're you're more than my sidekick. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Yeah. I appreciate that. You know, uh, we've done this show for well, we've been on the radio, I should say, for almost four years, mm-hmm. and one of our best guests, mm-hmm. and also who became a friend of ours, mm-hmm. is on is on the phone right now. I know. I'm excited to talk to Dave. Yeah, and we should get him in right away. But I just want to say, wow, we have since this election's over now. Now it's two years to reelect Dave Hutch. Um, so let's get the Hennepin County Sheriff on, Dave Hutchinson. Welcome to Pilots Progressive Party. And she's much more of a psychic. She's, uh, I think, she's like the main main feature. That's right. You <laughs> Thanks, know that. Dave. I needed that. I needed a, an, a little boost of my self esteem over here. <laughs> don't, don't let him pick any. I'll come over there. Uh-oh, easy. Hey, um, so let's talk a little bit. We got COVID going crazy, and um, oh, what, we, we just need, like, love to have an update uh, with what's happening in Hennepin County and what's happening with you and your life, and it's really good to have you on. No, it's great to be on. Like I said, we've been, I've been, uh, you guys, the first radio show I was on, obviously the best, and um now we are friends. That's nothing like uh, these are great people, and I'm honored to be on your show. And uh, a lot of people respect you throughout the community. And Hennepin uh, County's going. It's uh, a rough go with COVID. A lot of our employees been sick or quarantined, um, and people forget that uh, we go home, and uh, some people have kids and wives and husbands, so we can get infected uh, on everyday life plus work. So it's uh, difficult. They've been working there butts off uh we all been working our butts off just to make sure that everybody's safe and and hennepin and uh we're just ready for this uh to be over like the like the next guy or lady 
Yeah, one of the things too that uh, you champion that I can't stop uh, but asking about you is just the the mental health of the officers. Uh, you got to have good uh, mental health with uh, with your with your people, and you also have to have a mental health for who's in crisis when you guys are on a call. Can you talk a, a little bit and give us an update on what you're doing now? Yeah, sure. It's COVID's just increased the need for mental health assistance for our deputies and staff. Uh, it's called Tri Wellness Mind, Body, and Spirit, which I don't. We all needed better, including myself, of getting in decent physical shape, uh, mental health. Uh, we have a full-time uh, therapist, and then spiritual. We have chaplains, but you know, spiritual can mean anything, especially uh, in the Native American community. Uh, I think it's especially kind of important and cool of all the different spiritual aspects. But we need to be healthy, and plus, we've added a financial advisor that's going to help us out because we need to be financially stable, or else. Uh, deputies make stupid decisions so that's uh, all all to serve the people because um, my staff i need to be healthy to serve the people that uh, we are paid to protect and serve and uh, we need to be at, at a decent level so we can provide a better service because if cops are, are hurting depressed they're going to make mistakes like we see across the country so uh, we're trying to make uh, this community safer by making our people uh, healthy and happy what is uh now I, I believe you've been uh in office almost two years and uh we're gonna have another election here in two years and we're all getting re- revved up for that um what is a, one of the most uh surprising things that as a sheriff that you've uh, that you've experienced in these first couple of years well Robert and Wendy you know this has been uh, <clears throat> the first two years have been unlike anything our community or country or, or world has ever seen with COVID, the unfortunate death of Mr. Floyd, the civil unrest after that, and the kind of just the meltdown of, uh, of the city of Minneapolis and the police department. Um, so I didn't think it was going to be this, this much work. And I'm on the phone 24 seven. Uh, Cause I too need to distance myself from, from people. It's like the, the rest of us. Um, so I don't get sick and, and uh, it's been hard because uh, I like to be social. I like to be a sheriff and go out to communities. But now it's all Zoom meetings and phone conferences. So I think everything's been difficult except for um, I really can't say how great our community is and how great uh, the staff is at Hennepin County. I mean, we, we've been there a lot, just like the community. Uh, but I always like to say then we have to go put on our uh, deputy hat or sheriff hat and police hat and deal with the society's problems amongst our own problems. So um, everything's been kind of difficult, but i tell you what, it's still the greatest job ever. I get to do what I love to do, which is serve the public, keep them safe. Uh, I've been on a lot of political pressure as of late, um, and now it's going to start again with my reelection in short, uh, short two years away. But uh, this is an honorable profession. I feel uh, honored to serve people of Hennepin County. Uh, I feel honored to have colleagues like I do. And I just feel honored that we're starting stuff in the right direction of healing our community, uh, you know, throughout the, the, we have a tough year and uh, a lot of trust building to do, but I'm confident we will. So as tough as it's been, Robert and Wendy, I wouldn't trade it for the world. 
Well, I think one of the things that's been a pleasant surprise for me is how the communities rallied around you. And I think people that didn't know you before the election that have gotten to know you, and I'm talking about, you know, some of the natives that you work uh, work with, with, with the homeless, um, they have nothing uh, but good things to say to you. Robert Lilligren, I talk to him every Saturday on Native Ritz Radio, and he has nothing but good things to say about you. Uh, one of the people I respect the most in this whole world, Barry Hand, has nothing but praise for you. So I think, I think, uh, or I believe that that's that's really who you are. And um, you know, Wendy's shaking her head, but yeah, we're just uh, people are knowing, finding out who you are, and that's that's a great thing. It is, Robert, and I think it's important to know that um, you know, I'm a human being, so sometimes I concentrate on the negative. You know, I've been tuned, uh, you know, because I get a lot of bad letters and a lot of hate mail. Um, but you put in perspective people like you, uh, you know, you're a leader, whether you, you know it or not, in the community, not just the native community, but also there. Uh, it's good to hear that stuff because I'm not perfect. I have flaws like the rest of the person. I I made mistakes. I'll make more mistakes, but I really, truly get up every morning, um, you know, and, and try to do better. And, uh, and that's if, if my legacy is is mental health, and so I don't get reelected, which I hope we do. My legacy is going to be helping people and and knowing that I did everything I can do to make this place a better place. So thank you for that. I needed that. Today was a a rough day, so it means the world to me. You said that, sir. Yeah. And we always appreciate you, Dave, and we know that you do good work. So we're here for you, and we want people to support you and your deputies. And, and Wendy, can I can I give a – so two days ago, I rescued a – I don't know what he is. He looks like a German shepherd, but he, he's a little – I saw it. On, I yeah, still, I saw it. So where so did you – Yeah. So it's through this, this organization called Soldiers 6. It's, it, they give uh, dogs to uh, – police and fire and first responders um, who need just a little buddy. So this, uh, uh, he's going to be like my dog, but he's going to go around the department and just cheer people up. And he's such a good boy. And uh, Asher is his name because Asher from Google means happiness. And my goal is to make myself happier. And my goal is to make the staff happier. So he's a good boy. He needs some training. But, uh, you know, they found him in Missouri. He was starved for weeks. Looks like oh, a skeleton, yeah. and and since he's been at my house, he's uh, he's not been hungry. So, wow, that's great. That's yes. fantastic. I'm so glad that you do that. You did that, and then the dog will definitely bring happiness and cheer to your department. And uh, you know, most dogs are, and I this is not my quote. I I saw this somewhere else. Most dogs are therapy dogs, but they work pro bono. So. Um, <laughs> You know, there but you he, go. He, he could tell. He's a couple of days. You know, last night I was taking a little nap on the couch, and he jumped on and snuggled with me. And uh, I mean, I think they know. Like, I had a rough day yesterday, and that cheered me up. So, I mean, uh, the dogs. I, I'm a dog guy. You know, you're an animal in general, over. But yeah. uh, people need to know that uh, dogs are a, a free uh, antidepressant in most cases. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I have a dog on my lap right here, and a dog sitting right next to me. So, yep. Surrounded. A little white one, a little black one. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we have pictures with uh, Hennepin County (laughs) Sheriff. And a lot of our guests, when we're having guests here, that before COVID, they would come to our house and they all had to hold Wanda. She's a little little black uh, rescue Shih Tzu. So 
that's wonderful. I love to hear that. That's a that warms my heart, Dave. Thank you. It warms mine too. He's, he's going to be a good boy, and uh, mm. and uh, we're looking forward to after COVID, of course, because I can't go around spreading COVID throughout the office. But right. I'm just ready for all this to be over, and hopefully the vaccines come and mm. uh, mm-hmm. can calm us down. And people just need to, you know, with this new uh, closure coming of bars and restaurants, it can be stressful. But people just got to know. Uh, hopefully, it's just four weeks. Do your yeah. best to stop this. Wear your mask so we can get along with uh, our life mm-hmm. and be healthy and happy again. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a that's a great way to end this. Uh, Hennepin County Sheriff Dave Hutchinson, thank you so much for spending time with us here on Pilots Progressive Party. Uh, you are a true hero, and you know we had Sam Grant on just before you, and who's uh, the new exec or the newer executive director of uh, MN three fifty and. And we're excited to to support you again and all the great work that you do. And uh, wow, this is you know this is tough times for everyone, and it's great to to have somebody with I don't know I want to say feelings I don't know is that the right word empathy Emp- thank you caring yeah that is compassion uh, that's running the Hennepin, smarts that's running the Hennepin County yeah, Sheriff's absolutely. Office. And the, so and the easiest one is. Just, just not a jerk. Just be nice to people. Life <laughs> lesson. Exactly. Well, thank you so much. I love you both. I love you both. Take, thank yeah, you. Yeah, love you too, Dave. Uh, yeah. after, after COVID, let's have a uh, have yeah. some tea or something. Absolutely. <laughs> Wendy will join you in a big glass of tea. I think. <laughs> well, awesome. Take care, of you too. Be safe. Be well. Thanks so much. Wow, we we love Dave. He's worked so hard. He sounded a little bit tired, so you mm-hmm. could just tell that, you know. He's, or a little down, too. He doesn't, yeah, he said he had a hard day today. Yeah. So, you know, it's tough. It's tough out there, you know. Yeah. Um, but he loves his job. He's dedicated. And like you said, he has compassion. He has empathy. Mm-hmm. And he's not a jerk. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and he comes on our show at the last minute, mm-hmm. and that's really, uh, he is mm-hmm. a good friend. And mm-hmm. and he cut down our tree, yeah, too, I have pictures of over and cut our <laughs> cherry tree down when it was rotten so yeah, he came over with the chainsaw and just and he fixed your chainsaw too yeah i can't wait to see that i have a couple gifts for him too mm. um parting gifts uh yeah. that i gotta gotta drop by the sheriff's office but mm. hey you know let's take a break yeah and we're gonna have a whole eight minutes to talk so okay. um let's think of something to talk about you're listening to pilot's progressive party and i'm here with wendy pilot and i'm the co-host robert pilot and we'll be right back welcome back to pilots progressive party Hey, welcome back to Pilots Progressive Party. Wendy. Yes, I'm here, Robert. Wow, I'm getting fired up because you're talking about making some food here in a few minutes. <laughs> going to make some dinner after <laughs> this, yep. And then we're going to listen to Governor Walls to see what he has to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, since the restaurants are going to be closed for, you know, dining in, um, you know, if you could afford it, just support your local restaurant, your your independent restaurant, and and order out. Order food, go pick it up, and tip. Mm-hmm. Got to tip these people, right? That's yeah, I think you should say doing. that slower because I don't think a lot of people do that. Tip? No, just, uh, hey, when you pick up food, you tip. 
Yeah. You know, you tip the people and then they, they pretty much split the money. So mm-hmm. then you're really supporting them because yeah. their hours are less, mm-hmm. um, you know, all the job, all the restaurants, especially, mm-hmm. um, are really hit, yeah. really hit hard, really hard. And, you know, uh, our healthcare workers are getting oh, overwhelmed. Geez. So I want to shout out any nurses out there, any doctors, emergency room mm-hmm. people, ICU nurses, anyone working the front line uh, with these COVID cases, uh, a shout out to you. I can't even imagine mm-hmm. how it must be. Um, and you know, Robert and I are going to do our best not to overwhelm you. We're going to, you know, stay home, social mm-hmm. distance. Um, play with the dogs. <laughs> play with the dogs. It was funny. You know, I came downstairs uh, today. I had a, a nicer pair of sweatpants on and like a, just like another, like a raggy shirt. And he said to me, why are you dressed up today? <laughs> yeah. Why so did you comb just, your hair today? Just, are you going to the, to, to the bank? Uh, going through the drive-thru? Yeah. Um, so that just goes to show like really how bad I have been looking. So I'm going to try a little bit better <laughs> wow. to spruce things up here. But mm, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's about it. Well, we had a really good show and, you know, I can't say enough. good guests. That's what we had. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the executive director of MN350 uh, spoke his truth. And it's interesting. I was Sam thinking. Grant. Right. Yep. And thank you. And what I'd like to do myself is listen back to the show and listen to what he had to say, because mm-hmm. there was so much bundled in what he had to say that um social justice um farmers uh Mm -hmm. bipoc farmers need to be uh helped out uh our workers need to uh have a clear a clear path our union workers a clear path to uh working in the green new deal Mm -hmm. and i i'm saying green new deal because i don't know anything better to say how to say it Mm -hmm. i know i know the new president coming up is talking about that, but calling it the Biden New Deal. Yeah, so, that's it. Yeah, that's good enough for me. Right. And, um, you know, let's stay progressive. We're on a progressive radio station. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard about those two uh, Democratic, I think, House representatives uh, here in Minnesota. And I know Matt was talking a little bit about it. And I got an article sent to me, uh, but they're starting their own party. And they want to be more moderate. And they want to mm-hmm. be more Republican. And so... Um, it's kind of a fraud thing because they got uh, elected as Democrats and now they're going to the, to mm-hmm. the, and I think people are going more left and they're going more center. Yeah. And I think things are going to change. And, you know, we're, we're, we're worried about the future and we mm-hmm. really have to make this change slowly. Yeah. Um, we have 70 million people that don't think the same way we do. Yeah. We're living in the upside down world. Ooh. Wasn't that, uh, what was Stranger Things? Mm-hmm. Oh, I missed that show. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, again, another great show. And then uh, Hennepin County uh, Sheriff Dave Hutchinson, who uh, we love. Mm-hmm. He's a great guy. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, and he has a heart and soul. Mm-hmm. And he, of gold. Right. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. And as being a um, sheriff. Um, he has his heart in the right way. Mm-hmm. He needs mental health for his workers, mm-hmm. mental health for, uh, you know, they have officers going out on special assignment when we do have mental crises and uh, we need more of them. I think that's one of the things when we talk, you and I talk about defunding the police. That's what we're really talking about is right. is funding uh, uh, the police in a different way. Mm-hmm. 
And right, not pl- taking money away from them. Right, right? just kind of please don't please it. don't uh, have a degree in psychology mm-hmm. and don't have that, and they don't they don't get uh, trained as much. Exactly, you know. Uh, so those are the things that we we stand for as progressive people, Wendy, and mm-hmm. uh, animal issues, mm-hmm. our human issues. And Hutch talked about his. Uh, yeah, he loves n- dogs. Yeah. 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 He's got a heart for them. Mm-hmm. And so I am excited. We got done with another show. Um, it's exciting to be here. It's exciting time to live. And we need to resist, divest, join a group, mac- mask up. And you run know, for office. Yeah, mask up and, uh, you know, keep six feet away and be safe out there because you don't know what's going to happen next. And mm-hmm. we, we want you to be back and listen to our show. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, yeah. So any last words, Wendy? You got 10 seconds. Well, we're going to have Beyond Burgers for <laughs> dinner tonight and mm. I'll fix up some veggies. So we're good to go. Uh, hopefully we got some chips. Hey, you're listening to Pilot's Progressive Party here on the Progressive Voice of Minnesota. See you next week.